Hello everybody, this is Patrick, and thank you for joining us on this episode of The Misfits Guide to Adventuring, a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition real play podcast. And with me is Faye. Hello! We also have Nate. about to take a drink. I am here. And Matt. I'm Batman. No, no, you're, you're Matman. Matman. <laughs> How is everybody today? I'm good. Pretty good. Happy Justice never D&D. sleeps. Is it Batman? Or are you uh, are you drawing out the uh, inner Dresden? No, Batman. <laughs> okay, uh, Batman. Can, can you please tell me why um, you have uh, made your way onto this podcast? Um, justice and retribution for, for Gimlet. Or no, Batman shouldn't know about Gimlet. <laughs> a whole different world. He's kind of like a little uh, killer croc, isn't he? Or what's a, what's a vet Batman villain? I don't know. He keeps well, reminding me of Smeagol is what he keeps reminding me of, but I can't <laughs> tie Batman into Lord of the Rings very easily. Unless no. Ar- Aragorn's kind of like the Batman of Lord of the Rings without the cow. Without the cow? Yeah, he doesn't wear the mask. Oh, cowl, cowl, <laughs> not thinking, towel. I heard, I, I heard, I heard cow as well. Yeah, the I heard cow. cow. I'm, like, I'm thinking with he's like cow, toting around a cow with a bell. Wow, cow. <laughs> Holy uh, wearable bovine faces, Batman. Yeah, you guys know the drill. One of you is going to tell us what happened last time on the Memphis Guide to Adventuring. Fade, you're a one-two. Matt, you're a three-four. Nate, you're a five-six. That's a five. That's neat. Ah, so last time, Lyndon did an excellent job uh, piloting the wagon away from the village where an alien earthworm tried to eat our alien friend, and now we're running from Historian Men in Black across the countryside. Our cartwheel broke, but the shapeshifter's too small to turn into a cartwheel, but it could probably do a cartwheel if it grew arms and legs, but now we're on foot because we couldn't figure out how to fix the cartwheel, and... The cartwheel broke for completely innocuous reasons that were totally not Lyndon's fault. <laughs> uh, man, I really like your descriptions. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, so you guys were making your way deeper into the forest, going south instead of staying on a main trail. Uh, there was a lot of rocky terrain, which is what began to make the cart... Well, it's, it's not what began to make the cart break, it's what broke the cart. You should have been taking a cart like that on a rocky-ass path. But you did begin to go downhill, trees and rocks sticking out from everywhere, and then... Um, luckily, you guys did get enough of a rest to have a full rest. See, perfectly circumstantial. Mm-hmm. Um, now, did you guys unhook the horses and continue to bring them along with you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm walking one horse, and I believe Resden is walking the other. Yeah, because Lyndon jumped on one, Gimlet was on the other. I need to have stability to do my drawings. Mm-hmm. My name is Lyndon, and I do drawings. <laughs> I paint the landscape and your faces. <laughs> Singing and drawing at the same time. I wouldn't be a bot if I couldn't do these multitasks at the same time. Yeah, so it is fairly early in the morning. 
as you guys are on your way, th there is no clearly worn path here. You're just seeing trees upon trees and, and just various patches of rock look like they they should not have ever been here before. Uh, some of them just misshapen and angled wrong. Doesn't look like it was actually part of the natural placing of land. Uh, why don't you give me a survival check to try to point yourself in the direction of which you want to go, where I would also like you to tell me, where do you guys want to go? Uh, I want to get to the port, and I rolled a seven. Okay. Now, you are talking about the port city of Ferris. Correct. Okay. But I have no idea where I'm going. I have rolled with my epic jack-of-all-trades bonus and gotten a whopping ten. Mm-hmm. And what about you, resident? Uh, 16. Okay. Yes. With your 16, and you are continuing to follow this path, um, a couple of you are finding the, the, the footings here a little awkward, a little uncomfortable, a couple twisted and sprained ankles here and there, because it's just all over the place. Um, resident, you do pull out your map of Liara, and... Without a compass, but just by looking up at the sky, you can tell. Uh, if you continue on this direction, you will not be making your way to the port city. Um, you will be making your way down towards Pline Farm. Uh, well, so we would turn to head towards the port city. Yes, you would turn due west. Um, but as you look over there, there is still a lot of rough terrain and lots of trees, lots of jagged stone sticking out but it's gonna be it's gonna be rough for you all as well as the horses hmm Lyndon are you flying or are you still sitting on the horse I'm sitting on the horse okay just checking bold of you to assume I have a work ethic do you want to get a higher vantage point see if we can find a clear path to the port town of Ferris that direction I don't know if we're going to walk through that real easy. Well, I can fly up and take a look. Maybe even see if there's people on our trail from a higher vantage point, too. We want to not be snuck up on. We're kind of in the sort of wide open. We're not in thick forest, right? You're in, like, medium forest. Medium forest, rocky terrain, a lot of uncomfortable, awkward... Not, like, plains, though, where people can see no. us from a mile away. Absolutely <clears throat> far from flat. Though if I do fly straight up in the air, I may be visible. So I'll try to be as discreet as possible. Take all your clothes off. Maybe you're just a big bird. <laughs> I think the fur might give it away. <laughs> I could strap on a fake beak. I mean, from a distance, they won't know. Just make noises. I'm like, caca. Caca. Yes, just like that. You can sing. Do some bird songs. So I'll, I'll fly up in the air. I'm going to try and be discreet okay. and get the lay of the land. Are you are you flying up to the uh, the, the peak of the trees, which is probably about uh, maybe 50 to 60 feet high? Yeah, or are you going to go that. a little bit higher? I'll start with that and then okay. go higher if it looks like I need to. Um, as you go just to the peak of the trees, you can tell that the road that was about four hours, you know, the main road that was heading west is probably from the same amount of time that it took you to get down here it looks like it is a consistent path 
you can see for a good couple miles that these woods will just continue on with that path fairly even but you can see that in this forest it is there are some massive peaks and there are some massive lows you do see also a couple gaps where there are no trees within these woods can i discern an easier path um if you do fly up higher and give me a survival check all right i will do that how much higher do you fly um let's double it so i'll be a hundred feet in the air okay I'm just going to roll a die for effect. Yeah, that's all it's for is an effect. Uh-huh. Well, what did you roll? Dirty 20. A dirty 20. Uh, yeah, as you fly further and further up, doubling your height, uh, you can see uh, the lay of the land quite a bit better. You do see uh, like pinpricks of people on the path so far away. You can't really discern who or what they are. Yeah, you can clearly see a path, but it's not going to be easy or safe, but it is going to be a clear shot due west. All right. I got what I came here for. I'll fly back down. What you see? Well, there's definitely a discernible path over that way, but uh, it looks like we'll be traveling significantly more slowly than we would on the road. It, It doesn't look easy. Mm. Now we could make our way back to the road. It's about the same distance as we came from the village, but over that way. But then we're exposed. Well, what if we, like, kept the road in sight, but then, like, tried to walk, like, close to it, but not, like, right on it so that we don't get lost? But I don't really want to walk on the road in case Hive comes after us. I'm in favor of a trek through the wilderness. It's the most direct route. Could be interesting. Yes, we could find some ancient ruins or caves also along the way. Sounds good. We might have to ditch the horses, though. Do you think they'll be able to find their way home? I'm sure they'd be fine, yes. I'm not confident of that <laughs> at all. You, all. you do know that they have the tags from Stan's form on them. Are they chipped? What if we They're brought the chipped. horses to the main roads and left them there? I think that would cost us about a day's travel. Oh, I see. I didn't realize we were that far. We could have Gimlet take them back to the road and... I'm not... I know. I'm, I'm staying here with you. No. Oh. Gimlet's the reason we're not on the road, so I wouldn't send him specifically closer to danger. Well, I mean, if the horses can go as fast as us, then I think we take the horses. They might be helpful. We can always try. If it becomes too difficult for them, it's no different releasing them here as opposed to there. Yeah, I mean, we take them as far as we can. I'm just saying it looks like it's going to get a little harder for them. We might have to do some climbing or some climbing down or up. And Lyndon, from the undulation, you absolutely know there will be some climbing and there will be some descending of whatever is underneath the tree line that you saw. You were unsure of what sort of uh, footing is underneath so it looks like at least bouldering, we're not pretty much not getting the horses around this path, it sounds like. From what you saw above, you saw trees going, you, you saw like peaks rising up about 100 feet and dropping all over the place. But yeah, I would probably say you would think the horses are not going to make it. I think it's unlikely we'll be able to take the horses with us. 
Okay, then we release them. As long as they have these tags, I, I suppose that's fine. Let's be honest, they weren't ever going to see these horses again. <laughs> so morbid. <laughs> oh, I mean, I wasn't going to give them back. I mean, they, you know, possessions well, nine tenths. Hmm? Well, okay. <laughs> I mean, we're going to save the world, right? Isn't that what we're going to the prime focus to do to uh, find out? Are we saving the world? Is the world in danger? Well, you know, in my mind it is. The world's always in danger. If you think like that, everything's an adventure. Ah, As I see your point. Reston is saying this, I let go of my reins and I smack <laughs> the horse on the rump. <laughs> yeah! So that it runs away. Do you do like a Xena? <laughs> no. Um, which horse were you on, Taylor or Swift? I think I was on Taylor. Okay. Um, you, you. Please tell me Gimlet was still on it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I believe Gimlet was on the horse with uh, Lyndon. No, but Lyndon was flying around. Yes, Lyndon was not on the horse. I was on the horse. Oh yeah, he was on the horse so he could draw. Oh, then I was flying. You're right. Mm-hmm. But so he I guess I'm not on the horse anymore. No, he's not on the horse anymore. But I slapped the horse that Gimlet's riding. Yeah! Uh, <laughs> oh, God, no! Uh, that's a four. Uh, Gimlet, he, it's kind of like cartoony. Like, you slap the horse. Gimlet kind of stays in one spot as the horse, like, launches out from underneath him. <laughs> and Gimlet's just like... <laughs> falls Oops. You gotta uh, hang uh, on. Ah, uh, man. What the hell? You haven't... I thought maybe you learned levitate from me too. Uh, Sorry. Got to work on that. Uh, or feather fall, one or the other. You should have learned one of them. You got Lyndon's the fireball drawing. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to want you to actually draw some of these one day. <laughs> I'm not be, much of an artist, but we they can, can give it a try. They could be rough ass charcoal sketches. It could be anything you want. Stick figure falling off a horse. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Gimlet falls. He takes three damage. <laughs> he f- that was a ten-foot-tall horse? It's Gimlet. He's weak. <laughs> it was five feet. <laughs> Unexpected. I have the uh, the damage uh, distance. Uh, it was also right on a really sharp rock. Ah, damn it, Rutherton. Uh, I didn't uh, do it. Gotta hang on to the reins, man. You almost, got, you almost got eaten by a giant worm. Let's face yeah, it. Yeah, I, I know, I know, I know. But my nerves are a little bit shot right now. <sighs> uh, we're heading that direction. I'd point in the direction that we looked at from the map and start making our way through the dense forest and rocky terrain to destiny. I know it's been a stressful 24 hours, but we're going to take a nice nature walk and everything will feel better. Yeah, 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 fine. And Gimlet just kind of trudges on grumpily like the emo teenager he is right now. It's like taking a teenager camping. I don't want to be camping. I don't want to be And like grass. There's no Wi-Fi out here. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you um, you all begin to make your way the direction that Resident is pointing. Um, go ahead and give me a survival check. 
to make your all everybody even gimlet um to make your way through oh god that's a natural 20 for gimlet on pinky making our way downtown um gimlet is just kind of in his grumpy mood just like following the path that resin told him you can see him just at any time there's like an incline you can see him just like utilizing his antenna and his feet just like making placements and just like going 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 this sucks by the way not, not really fun to having to do this uh what else did you guys roll 15. I rolled a 13. Six. Okay. Um, as for some reason, Lyndon is just trying to walk this. <laughs> I'm just like, this looks very different from it than it did from above. <laughs> is that a log? <laughs> there are logs down everywhere. And Lyndon is just thinking back to that haunted house. The, the, the the mimic mansion, if you will, just seeing images of that log in the backyard on the crane. But yeah, you know, Lyndon is falling back a little bit. Uh, you guys continue on for you know quite a few hours. You were making some pretty decent, you know, movement. Uh, yeah. So as you continue straight west, um, how long are you guys going? Um, just going straight through the day. Uh, Tina would definitely advocate for that because she wants to get to the port as quickly as possible. Okay. Um, I'm looking out for any caves or anything like but moving. Moving okay. caves. Um, Not moving caves. I'm moving looking for <laughs> caves. <laughs> like, rearrange that sentence. Moving <laughs> caves, please. <laughs> caves that are just like moving in the forest. Oh, that would be so fucking creepy. Wandering crevice. Uh, yeah, so as you are actually making your way, it has been eight plus hours of you just pushing through. Um, Resident, actually everybody, what are your passive perceptions? And I need to just like make ah. a list on my board up here so I have passive perceptions up here. Push it. P 13. Push it, push uh -huh. it. 12. Okay. 15. All right. Um, yeah, so as darkness does begin to fall upon you, Resident, you, um, well, who had the 15? Lyndon? Yeah. Yeah, you are a little further back, and you do begin to hear, um, like, it, 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 it sounds like an echo of running water, uh, fairly far ahead of you, maybe 100, 150 feet. It, it sounds like it would be, like, a massive opening with a waterfall, but it sounds like it's kind of channeling up from below. Um, Resident, you do catch a little bit of this, as well as Tina. Um, the area that you're standing in, it, it, the trees begin to open up, thin out a little bit, and it begins to uh, get a lot more uh, rocky and uneven terrain and as it sort of begins to tilt inward. Do you all hear that? Hear what? I think there's water up ahead. Waterfall? A stream? Sounds... I hear something. Maybe there's a small creek or stream or something with a think there might be a, a cave up there? Well, let me scout ahead and I'll return shortly. By yourself? <laughs> Linden, flap, flap, flap. Oh, oh you're flying. Yeah, I forgot. I, I, I figured you can do that. I can be very quiet when I need to be. Watch out for tree monkeys. I have a very weird question. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Does Linden have wings and arms or just wings as arms? Wings and arms. Okay. Like an <laughs> angel. <laughs> like a true dragon. Eric Croker have uh, wings and arms. 
They yeah, do. but like no, I just wanted to. Oh yeah, it's just clarifying. Yeah, it's like a true dragons have four legs and two wings, whereas. If you see a dragon that has wings for arms, it's actually not a dragon. It's a drake. Hmm. Or a wyvern. Okay. Today I learned. Altering that big bad boss. Okay. Thank you. Uh, um, as you fly ahead, give me an investigation check. Ooh, stacking up them dirty 20s. Oh, fucking dirty 20s. Um, how, how high up are you flying? Like, close enough to be near some of the tree branches. So I'm... Trying to about fly 10, at about 10 to 15 owl feet. height. Yeah. So as you are flying up, you go about 20, 30, 40 feet ahead of you. And uh, you do see on the ground, there is a discernible note, you know, layout of the rocks. It looks like they're kind of spiraling a little bit. Almost as if something had hit this some long time ago and created a fairly sizable hole in the center. And you could just see this hole go straight down. It looks as if it's still, like, almost like steps built within the stone, but just the way it formed. Uh, but it just looks like it's dark down there. You can't really... Do you have dark vision? I do not. You do not. Yeah, it looks like it's a dark hole that kind of twists down into the ground. Uh, there are still uh, trees and grass and other bushes around it but it looks like it does go down into the ground. All right, I will fly back. Well, there seems to be a very interesting rock formation. I didn't see a stream per se, so we might be hearing something from down in the hole. Yeah, while you were above it, you definitely heard the sound of it, and you did feel a little bit of a cool mist in the area. Is it so tra traversable, or do we have to go down and then back up? I think we could walk right past it, but why would we want to? I don't know. Uh, Tina, do you do you want to check it out, or do you want to just keep moving towards the port? You were. I mean, Lyndon, I know you're very excited about everything, but I really want to be able to get to this port because I feel like it's like the only way for me to find my sister. We can mark it on the map and maybe uh, put it a pin in it. Because I wouldn't mind checking it out one of these days, but I know we're on a, a little crunch to meet up with your your father. That seems fair. I mean, you could we could get up next to you. You could just kind of draw what you see from above, and we could add it to the map, kind of like a uh, atlas. Or yes, like a, I, I'm fine with that. I can understand wanting to find your sister. As you are having this conversation, I can imagine that. Resden and Tina are facing Linden. Linden had flown back down and is facing them away from the hole. I'm just turning in place like 360 degrees watching everything. Okay. <laughs> no. Don't tell me He's what always, way I'm facing, DM. He's always watching everything. <laughs> um, I'm always turning I, in 360. I imagine we're just like looking at each other like a like a triangle all looking inward. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't Linden. have dark vision. I have panorama vision. Linden, with that your, your passive perception of a 15, unfortunately, you do not see this creature that is sneakily coming up behind you all. And all of a sudden you hear... It's what in the nine hells? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your hair like... <laughs> goes um, flying forward. Linden, because you are facing the direction that it is coming from, you see this giant furry 
owl-looking bear just trudging after you. Oh. They have an owl bear. <laughs> Is that what Res they call it? Because it looks like an owl and a bear? Uh, yeah, they're not as cute as you would think. I would like you to roll initiative as this thing is trudging and just running oh, towards if you. Only, if only I had Charm Beast. <laughs> we could have an owlbear pet. There's like some kind of massive machine outside making have, noise. We should have brought some horse meat with us. <laughs> I finally get my best roll on my initiative roll, 18. All right, Tina gets an 18. Uh, Reza, what'd you get? 17. Uh, 17. What is your dex? Uh, it was 12. Uh, can you roll a d20 for me? It's 18. Okay. Um, Linden, what'd you get? 13. Okay. And Tina, you said 18, right? Oh, yes. I said 18. Okay. 18. Yes. 18. One more. Fucking again. Natural 24. <laughs> I can't stop using Pinky. It's just kind of cheap. Okay, so at the top of the round is Gimlet. He turns around as he hears this freaking beast that he has never seen before start screaming. And he is going to instantly just do what he knows what to do best thanks to Resident. Uh, check a fireball. No, play dead. You play dead with owlbears. He shoots this fireball straight past it. It goes right by your head. Resident, and it's trying to go towards it, and it completely misses. Tina, you were up next. Owlbear barreling down towards you and Resident, trying to bowl there. it over. There goes my anima handling check. I go, I go into a rage. Arg. <laughs> <laughs> I'm and so angry. I'm so angry, and then I whip out my great axe. And then I attack it twice. Swing. Swing, swing. Isn't there a song called Swing, Swing? Swing, swing, swing. Blah, 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 Or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, the first roll is a 14. That will hit. And the second roll is much more than that. That will absolutely hit. All right. Um, so that's 11 plus 4 plus 2 for my rage damage is going to be 17 damage. Ooh, I'm, wow, I'm rolling well. And that is 12 plus 4 plus 2, so that's 18 more. 17 plus 18. So that is 35 damage total. Yes. And I'm going to go and, like, go for the legs. Can I try and, like, trip the owl bear? Yes. As you try to uh, swing, you turn around instantly. You see this thing running at you. All fours, and then it's gonna try to like stand up, and just as it does, you freaking hack at its bottom legs. Uh, as you hit, you can hear. <laughs> and resident, you are right next to Tina, five feet away. You just, you get a little <laughs> squirt of blood right on you as Tina is hacking away at these owl bear legs. Okay. Uh, is there? Any raised areas with like, like uh, stony outcroppings uh, that kind of are higher up than where we're at right now within sixty feet. Within sixty feet, yeah, yeah, just uh, towards the area where Lyndon had come from, from the uh, the area no. he had noted. <clears throat> um, 
Okay. Does it look like it's flat up top, or is it like jagged, sharp? It's it still continues up. You're not going to hit a flat area. You'll pretty much be on the side of a, a a hill at like a thirty degree angle. Okay. Does it look to Resden like he would be able to stand there without falling or hurting yeah. himself? Okay. There's plenty of uh, flat foot placements over there. All right. Um, I'm going to run kind of ninety degree angle in the direction to the nearest higher area and full 30 feet and then cast Misty Step another 30 feet up to a high spot. Okay, so um, you're running away first? This owlbear is right next to you. Well, you said I was right next to Tina. I oh, you, well, you, you did say I was right next to the owlbear. Sorry, sorry. Okay. Tina well, is I'll Misty Step right. first and then okay. I'll run 30 feet. Even easier. Uh, so if it's no problem running up the slope, I will do that. If it's too high, then I just want to get enough far enough away from it so it doesn't kill me with one slash. And uh, that is my... The Misty Step was my bonus action. And just to play it safe, I am going to use my action to cast Mage Armor. Uh, because if it hits me once... I'm going to be hurting, and I have a feeling there might be more out here, just in, just an inkling I have. Um, <laughs> so, I'm 60 feet away, cast Mage Armor, and that's my movement and my action and bonus action. Okay, Tina, you have hurt this owlbear in front of you. It is going to take its multi-attack. It's going to reach down and try to chomp you and then slash you with its claws. First Bring it. First attack. Oh, what the fuck? That's a nat one. First attack, <laughs> it, it swings and misses. It, like, overextends it's, as it sees resin just disappear from its its side. And, oh my god, that's a fucking two. Um, <laughs> does, a, does a nine hit you? No. No. From resin just vanishing from the side where it was going to attack resin, it... Resden's movements messed it up so bad that it, it didn't hit anything. Thanks, Resden. <sighs> That's what I did it for. And what Resden, I, what, what I did. From behind you, towards the area where Linden came from. Oh, there we go. See that? <laughs> <laughs> for those that can't see the audio visuals, uh, Matt's giving number, me the finger. Number one. I am number one! Yay! Uh, from the area where that hole is, you see an owlbear just running towards you. <laughs> it is... I, I look at Linden across the way. It's like, it's, another one's behind me now, isn't there? Well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, it's, it is about 80 feet away. It has taken its 40 feet of movement to run up from that pit out towards you uh linden you were above or no you're 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 right there kind of in the middle of it you have the one that is that tried to attack tina and missed uh that's about 15 feet away from you and the other one that you can't fully see yet that you could just see like the head of it cresting some of the hills okay so that's terrain. not within 30 feet of us it's like 40 no. feet away that one from re it, it's 80 feet away from resin Okay. And it's probably about a hundred and 
10 feet away from you. Okay. I am going to fly up 15 feet. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to... I'm going to shoot the one that's near Tina. Okay. But it's a 22 to hit. Yeah, 22 is going to hit. And that is a minimum damage, 4. Oh, that's painful. To you. That's the worst. But I will give Bardic Inspiration to Tina. Uh, what do you Ooh, say? thanks. To uh, Tina. inspire Tina. What? It has, the, it has the same weaknesses as a regular bear. Axes in the neck. That's the weakness of most things. Oh, You're welcome. <laughs> nice. Uh, Gimlet is up next in the round. It is going to up it. Gimlet is going to take a page from Tina's book and just go. He's going to pull out his dagger from his little makeshift cloak or whatever the hell it is, and he is going to run up towards the fucking owlbear and just try to get stabby with it. Uh, Tina is right in front of it, so Gimlet will get advantage. Uh, that was absolutely going to hit. That was a 19. Too bad it wasn't a 20. Um, let's see. Let's see. Dagger. And some D6s. No! Drop, drop a D4 on the floor. D4 on the floor. Gotta get more from okay, your store. Okay, so you, just, you see Gimlet just like run up and like, yeah! Just almost the same thing like when he ran up like, on top of the worm and stabbed it in his head. Gimlet's just pissed and he just like gets on the back of this owlbear and just starts stabbing. You just see like squirts of blood coming out from the back of the owlbear as Gimlet's once again trying to hold on and just stab. Don't mess with the emo alien teenager. <laughs> I'm just trying to do math like here. a good band name. <laughs> the emo, emo alien, alien teenagers. teenagers. Uh, with the emo alien teenagers uh, band It's up to Tina now with a bear in front of her and a giblet on top. All right. Um, so which one was the one that I stabbed? This one? The one right in front of you, which giblet's on top. I'm going for it again. Mm -hmm. First attack. Um, is an 18 plus 7. That's going to hit. Okay. Um, not as good as previously, but that is going to be 11 points of damage. Okay. You It, it just bellows again. You can see it's just like, you, it's kind of hunching over towards you. Still alive, though? Still alive. All right, attacking it a second time. Mm-hmm. Um, does a 14 hit? You said it hit before, A right? 14 hits, yes. Okay, great. And um, uh, it's still only 11 more damage. Keep rolling five. So as like, um, as you strike it again, it falls down just next to you with Gimlet on top. She's like, <laughs> just like stabbing. And it's dead right in front of you. Just, just to your side. It's a little weird All seeing right. Gimlet just like trying to get stabby. <laughs> but... Um, where is the other owlbear? Because uh, I still have a bonus action with my rage, with my berserker primal path. So my bonus action, I could also attack. So I still have a move action and a bonus yep. action. From the ground where you're at, you can see Resden up on like a little bit of like a like a hill, probably about like 
10 feet above, but 60 feet outwards from you. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where the other owlbear is? You can see the other owl, owlbear's head, like, just cresting part of the hill to the left of Resden. You, it's further away, but you can't run to it and make, make your way there yet. But okay. you can. Um, I would like to make my way there. Or, okay. sorry, what, what was the other? Oh, you, you, you can. What else were you going to say? You, you, you can make your way there. That's about it. Okay. I, I would like to try to get there. Could yeah. I make it there next turn? Um, deep, Based on what it's going to do next? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Resden. <laughs> this other owl bear is just like trudging up this up this rocky ass hill just pushing through trees uh is it in melee with me yet or no um I'm assuming it would have attacked me last round if it was in melee it it was 80 feet away from you okay so it's going to use all of its movement to get up right in front of your face but it can't attack because that is all 80 feet of movement that it has. But you have this owlbear. Okay. Right. So it is in melee. Um, I am going to... Eyes start kind of glowing a sickly green and the eyes on my staff start to grow glow green and out of my mouth I say... And the snake head comes to life. And um, I uh, just instinctually uh, swing out and smack it right in the nose with the snake staff. Actually making a melee attack. Okay. That's going to be a... All right. Get a massive plus two to attack bonus. Oh, yeah. Ooh, not bad. 15? 15 hits. Oh, yeah. All right. So that's going to be... Where's my staff card? Um, 1d6 piercing damage. Jeez. Oh, a 1. Plus 3d6 poison damage. Nice. That's better. 13 points of poison damage. Nice. Right on the nose. Yeah, as you as, it, as, as you I hit it, it and it like hangs on for a second, it <laughs> as it bites it. Um, because I like the flavor. Roll another d twenty for me. Eight. No, that won't hit its AC. I was gonna give you an extra like d four of fang damage, but it didn't hit the. AC. Well, that's what the piercing was. That's what the one point of piercing was. Was the fang damage. Okay, so there you go. <laughs> it's actually the bite of the snake that's doing the damage, not the actual staff itself. Okay. So that's my action, uh, and then I am going to... Oh, jeez. Yeah, I'm going to use my bonus action again to misty step away from it before it okay. can attack me uh, back towards Tina 30 feet down the hill again. Yep, you were pretty much right side-by-side uh, side with Tina. She ran her 30 feet. You kind of came back into the 30 feet. Lyndon, you're watching all this happen, all this action. In your in your mind, you're doing like a whole play-by-play, trying to figure out how you're going to draw all this fun stuff out. What are you doing? I'm shooting it with a bow. Make it happen. 
That's an 11 to hit. 11 will not hit. Ah. Then I missed. The arrow just goes right barely. I'll barely missed. And <laughs> I'll barely missed. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to conserve my inspirations. So I'll just stay in the air within range. I want to fly within 30 feet of it, though. Fly like a catbird. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's what I do best. That and painting. <laughs> uh, with that, uh, Gimlet jumps off the other owlbear still, and like you can see like his eyes like black on the outside, red on the inside where his pupil normally is. He just starts running towards the other owlbear. He is charging up his one of his antenna and trying to shoot another firebolt. It was a ten plus, and no, that does not hit. Wait, no, that does it. That is exactly. You guys see this little firebolt spew from Gimlet's antenna. Just trying to find my other die. Oh man, it's only five. <laughs> firebolt was flying towards this owl there. Indescriptive words are coming from Gimlet's mouth, almost from like the time when you first met him when he didn't fully know common. It sounds like he's speaking mumbles in his own language. Along with those mumbles, uh, Tina, you feel slightly inspired as he uses his bonus action to try to inspire you, but you still don't understand what he's saying, but the rage that is within him is similar to that that was is within you. It doth resonate. And it is now Tina's turn. Okay. Can I get to this owlbear? Yes, you can. I will hit it. Hopefully. Smash bear. Um, 18. That hits. That is 12 points of damage. Okay. Second attack is 21. Hits. Um, and that is, again, 12 points of damage. And my bonus action attack mm-hmm. is 20, dirty, dirty 20. Hits. And 13 points. As a common trend of this group, you see Tina go into a rage if there's anything that is ever trying to attack this party, and you see Tina just take it down with one crack straight across the side of its neck, another one from the other side of its neck, and then a one straight down its skull. <laughs> this other owl bear falls to the ground, and this forest yes. is once again silent. <sighs> uh, good job, Tina. Thank you. I hope my axe is just covered in blood, by oh, the way. It, it is. It is covered in blood, fur, and feathers. Uh, I've always heard about these things. I never thought I'd see one this early in life. Oh. Well, that was exciting. Did you want to draw it, Lyndon? Of course. Though, I'll wait till we stop for camp. <laughs> Give it. They're dead. They're dead. Okay, okay, okay. I splash some water in Gimlet's face. I gotta say, that's that's a lot of fun, but man, it takes a lot out of you. I gotta tap the staff on the ground a little bit. After about 60 seconds, the snake goes firm again and turns back into the wood. That's really cool. Could you always do that? That's the first time I saw it. 
Um, I just kind of figured it out. Uh, I mean, I didn't know it when I first got it that it could do that, but uh, yeah, it's uh, pretty a neat. A little bit creepy. Yeah, I just had to focus on it for a while, and I figured out the activation phrase. Well, in in what language was that activation phrase? I said it in common, didn't I? I mean, no. It's... This fight has had two languages. I don't understand. Oh, I mean, in my mind, I said it in common. It was just, well, I don't know if I should tell you, but it's kind of looks back around, makes sure no one's listening for no reason. Um, it's just basically a adder. It's definitely not common. What, it didn't adder? sound like, yeah, all you said was adder, and it came to life. Now, when you're saying adder to them, does it sound like you're saying it in another language? Uh, well, I wasn't saying it, like, to the snake. Okay. It's like, uh, well, let me see here. Yeah, so I just look at it again, just kind of go, adder, and it probably comes out the way it did before, like, Yeah, so anytime he says eyes that, glow. you don't get it. You, you do see, at, with the moonlight above, just kind of gleaming through the, the trees a little bit, you do see it kind of glows on Resident's pale jaundice skin a little bit. Hmm. That makes me... That gives me shivers. That's... Yeah. Hmm. What? Well, it... I did kind of sound like I was speaking a different language here for a second. I didn't even think about it the first time, but, uh... Um... Yeah, I don't know. It's, it just came to me. I think the magic... Sometimes the magic comes to you like it did to me a year ago. Yeah, I'm sure it's fine. Nothing to worry about here. I'm good. I say seen, so. I haven't seen anything quite like that. Maybe we can experiment when we get to camp. Sure. And as you're talking about camp, the hole is oh. about 30, 40 feet away from you, and you can all hear the louder sounds of rushing water below. You can feel like a cool mist rising up from it. No. Shall we check out this uh, strange rock formation? And Res okay, but we have to do it quickly. Resden, now that you're here, you can see that it looks like it's a... Uh, uh, this was probably formed from something spiraling from above and just like hitting the ground and just burrowing a massive hole down through here. Uh, this doesn't look like it was handcrafted. I've been in enough tombs and places. I don't, I don't know what caused this, but it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't actually formed by human hands. These step-like things. For resin being an archaeologist, what would you roll to try to get a quick lay of the land over here? Would that be survival? Perhaps history? Maybe. Well, I do have. I do have historical knowledge as an archaeologist. Where. I don't know if this applies, but if I enter a ruin or a of a dungeon, for example, I can correctly ascertain the original purpose and determine the builders, uh, like what race or whatever, in addition to like any monetary value of objects more than yeah. a century, year old. A lot of that wouldn't fit here, but go ahead and give me that roll anyways. So what did you say? Histor history? Yeah, give me the, or, give me your, give me your history check. 
18. That's going to yeah. be like 23. As you're looking at the formation of this, just from what Lyndon had noted he saw from above, you can clearly see it, it was something that burrowed very hard, very fast from above. And you can see that there is a lot of uh, time and wear on these rocks. It is almost like some of the old tombs you have gone in where like the sandstone has faded through time what used to be like nice sharp shaped bricks has faded and almost like polished rocks just kind of worn off yeah okay, I tell everyone that I don't know what caused it but it's it doesn't appear to be dug out naturally and as you are inspecting this you you do see that there is a landing about 50 feet down and there does look like there's a curved places to stand while you're walking all the way down but then there's about a 10 foot drop but you don't Hello. see any water how wide is the hole about 10 to 15 feet it, it's not a perfect circle very oblong very awkwardly shaped how wide was the giant worm about the same but you do remember from the worm, it came up through dirt. True. Not rock. Well, I could fly down and take a look, see if anything looks uh, interesting. No, because if you for some if something jumped out at you, there uh, there's things that live in caves that can surprise you. Believe it or not. Um, or I could surprise uh, we, the thing that lives in the cave. True, but how would we get down there then to save you if you did get knocked out or something? Um, Let's see how deep it is first. Um, I, something larger. Well, I've got an extra torch, I think. I light a torch and I just like toss it out over the opening and try to listen for it to hit something down below. It takes less than five seconds for it to... It doesn't hit water? Nope, it hits the solid ground. But you we still, still hear water somewhere. Yeah, you do hear water. You do feel some of the moisture coming up from there it is and a very cool mist and no water at the surface no water at the surface actually uh with the mm -hmm. torch down there go ahead and give me a perception check and anyone else can either assist or give their own uh 18 18 is anyone assisting with resident or i don't really, I don't really know how i would assist him okay by <laughs> looking um, he turned my head over here. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just creeping closer to the hole. Okay, uh, resident. Oh, okay. So if you're just creeping closer to the hole, you're looking down there. Go ahead and give me a perception check as well. Oh, I got a ten. Okay, you're ten. Yeah, you're like, it's kind of dark down there, and you just lost your torch. <laughs> uh, resident, you do see various. Uh, glitters on the ground from where your torch has landed. Uh, something that usually would be some sort of a sign that in this area there might be some sort of unrefined gems. Small. Ooh. Small may they be. There's this definitely might, something down there. This might be an old mine. We, I'm seeing glittery stuff down there. Um, oh. If you can be careful and not go out of sight maybe you wanna do a quick jump down there in the linden well, just don't go out of sight lost... you seem to have lost your torch I'll go get it bye and I jump backwards uh, <laughs> I could tie <laughs> <You> a rope <laughs> around your waist okay 
<laughs> I'm like facing them. I cross my arms over my chest. Whoop, jump backward. Nice. It's trustful. <laughs> he trusts himself way too much. Linden, as you get down there with no dark vision, you have a torch at your feet. You, you pick it up? Yeah. Ten feet to your left. It looks like it is a massive drop-off. And that's where you're feeling this moist, cool air come from. Uh, do you do you dare take the step to look over, to look down, to see what it is? Oh, yeah. The water is about 100 to 150 feet down. It looks like it is a river about 20 feet wide, just rushing through the earth. There are various holes from all over the place, anywhere from 5 feet to 10 feet wide. This level you're at, it extends both ways. In front of you and behind you. And what you see on the ground, the tiny little sparkles, give me an investigation check. 15. Okay, with that 15, you see a couple what look to just be soft almost like sanded green stones there's about three of those you see a couple brown a couple red like one very white pale stone they don't look like they are the gems that you've known to see but they're just unrefined laying on the ground are they embedded in the ground or they're just laying there nope this is just a soft kind of soft like um, like a dirt, like not, not, not really packed dirt, but packed enough that you can stand on it. Hmm. Well, Tina, Reston? Yes? There's a large river of water. It goes off in some direction for some distance, as far as I can see. There's some soft earth and a ledge that extends in either direction, and we have some unrefined gems grab what you can how big are these things um varies between the size of what you would know as a penny for us a copper piece and a couple of them are about the size of a quarter they're either flat they're kind of jelly bean shaped some of them i like the green ones Okay, I want to gather up, like, one of each major <laughs> color family that mm -hmm. I can see. So you're just grabbing one of each? Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> you end up grabbing one jade, one garnet, one diamond. The diamond is the smallest one, and uh, one sapphire. And how much is that? How much am I carrying? It's just, like, a handful? No, oh, it's less than a handful. Okay, I'll grab a few more. Okay, so if you grab the total of everything that you saw, it's three jade, two garnet, two sapphires, one diamond. They're very rough, very unrefined. They pretty much look like you were to sand, like, a, our fake jewelry, and it's just plastic. You know what I mean? You can't see through it. You can just see little tiny sparkles in it as light hits it. So I'll fly those back up. I'm Sorry. sorry, those sapphires, those are supposed to be rubies, not sapphire. Oh, okay. No, red ones instead of blue. Yeah. So I'll carry those back up. Well, we have these. Ooh. This looks valuable, and uh, the tunnel extends in for quite a distance. Now, what would I need to say to convince all of you that we need to go down that tunnel? 
Well, I mean, you need to convince Tina. Uh, I'm, I'm a game for whatever. As I look at her, kind of tumbling some of these gems in my hand, just Ooh. like turning it like gigging balls. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but we have to be really quick. All right, let's see at least some distance of where this goes. We don't have to spend all day down there. Okay. I know you want to find your father and your sister. Um, is this rope time? Or I can... would recommend it, yes. Okay. Find a spot to tie some rope to a solid trunk or rock and drop it down the Very towards easy the to spot. find it there. Um... You may need to tie two ropes, so if... I'm, I'm sure everybody has at least one rope. Mm-hmm. So two of you will have to sacrifice a rope. Well, it's more than 50-foot drop, or... Well, to, if you're tying it to a tree and then you're bringing it over, that's about 10 feet from a tree, and then dropping gotcha. it over, you'll gotcha. still have that 10-foot drop. Okay. No problem. So we do that. Uh, go ahead, Tina. Ladies first. Um, Tina, as you were down yes. here, as a resident says, ladies first, um, either give me a perception or an investigation. Perception's better. Fifteen. Yeah, with that fifteen, um, you see pretty much what Lyndon noted. There is a massive cliff off to the left. The water is rushing down there. There is holes all over the wall. With your dark vision, because you can see a little bit further, it looks like there's been lots of ins, ins and outs of the wall that just drops down a hundred feet anywhere from like five foot diameter circles 10 foot diameter circles but here on the ledge that you're at it's about 15 to 20 feet wide in and out it looks like it goes south for a little bit and then drops off but behind you it heads north and it appears to turn into a tunnel uh i'm gonna wander towards the tunnel okay as you wander towards the tunnel you see a wooden sign. Uh, it says, Stone Grinder's Mine, with an arrow, and that's it. And I think with that, we're going to leave it right there. Well, thank you all for joining us on this episode of the Misfits Get to Adventuring. I am Patrick. I have been their dungeon master. You guys can always find me on the Twitters at Professor PFM, as well as Instagram, which I never say. Uh, Nate, where can they find you? They can find me at Nate Scott Jones on Twitter and Instagram. Faye, where can they find you? They can also find me on the Twitters at Captain Fake Eye. And Matt, where can they find you? Also on Twitter at Longfellow underscore Matt. And you can find all of us on at Misfits underscore Guide. Uh, we appreciate you guys joining us once again for our episode. And if you want to chat with us, feel free to uh, leave us a five-star review on either podcast, uh, app your choice, I, ugh, if I can speak, on either iTunes or Podbean or podcasting app of your choice. Um, you can check out our Facebook page, uh, shoot us an email, castofmanythings at gmail.com, or even just, you know, check us out at Cast of Many Things. Just type it in. You'll find something. <laughs> find something. Anything. Yes. Cast of many things. It's the only one out there with that name currently, so it's pretty easy to find. Uh, there are some other misfit things I've noticed out there, but uh, they're all imitations. 
Yeah, don't worry about yourself, but we want to hear from you guys, our fans. Let us know how we're doing. And just say hi that you like the show. And we'll see you next time. Okay, love you. Bye. Mine. Mine? Mine? Mine. Mine? Mine. <laughs> Stopping. That's not annoying. Here's our episode <laughs> title. Mine? Mine? Mine. Exclamation point three mines.